Here we are now with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. If you are a regular of the Andrew Lake Podcast, you seem to be here every now and then, more than once. You've come back a couple of times. Please share your favorite episode as this will help me find my audience. And today it's story time. Oh, I love story time. I am so excited. I love it when it's story time. Story time with Dosta. Me, your host. I hope you're in the mood for a story. I love stories. I love stories so much. I cannot contain my excitement right now. Whew, I need to settle down a little bit. It's a story day. Story time with Dosta. Now, today's story, of course, it's a Dosta original, so you won't hear it anywhere else. And of course, it's a little bit strange, a little bit quirky. It's also a little bit childish, so it could work as a kid's story. Well, maybe you can be the judge of that. See what comes out for you as we tell it. And today's story is called Mr. Hovels Gets a Speeding Ticket. Ah, oh, Mr. Hovels, how could you do this? How could this happen to Mr. Hovels? I can't believe Mr. Hovels got a speeding ticket. Now, of course, people get speeding tickets all the time. Happens every day, in this country at least. And in many countries around the world. Not all, <laughs> depending on where you live. But this was significant for Mr. Hovels, because it was a strange sort of concurrences of events that had somehow come to collide all together in this strange moment when Mr. Hovels got a speeding ticket. And there were many things that led up to this speeding ticket, and there were many things that happened after this speeding ticket, which made it quite a curious event. So this is a story of friendship, it's a story of understanding one another one another. It's a story of well well it's just a story. It doesn't really need to be of anything also. It can just be some fun. <laughs> it's my tendency to always want to read deeper meanings into things, of course. I've been guilty of that before, but also with story time, we just like to tell a story. A story can be in and of itself for its own its own enjoyment. So, so what is the story of Mr. Hovels gets a speeding ticket? Well, Mr. Hovels, let me tell you a bit about him. He's a farmer. He works on a farm. And he's a bit older. He's not a young fellow. He's getting on in his years. And he keeps up with the new technology. He keeps up with the new things that are revolutionizing agriculture in our world today. And Mr. Hovels has this brand new, uh, I guess you call it a digger or a machine or the, the, the harvesting tractor sort of thing. And this is great for Mr. Hovels because it does so much more work than those old things. It's so much more efficient. But there's one catch, and this is Mr. Hovels' problem. In this tractor, there's this device called the Nimbo Sensory Pack. And the Nimbo Sensory Pack is this 
amazing electronic device which senses when there are things in the field that the tractor is going to hit. So, for example, there might be something, it might be like an animal or a tree stump or something that's fallen or some rocks or any old thing that is in the harvesting field, which the tractor, if it would hit, would actually break and ruin the harvest. But because of this Nimbo sensory pack, this new technology, the tractor can actually stop and go around it automatically, saving Mr. Hovels a lot of damage, a lot of time, a lot of trouble. But Mr. Hovels has a malfunctioning Nimbo sensory pack which means that it stops when it's not meant to. So he's trying to harvest his field with this brand new beautiful machine and it keeps shutting down. It keeps shutting off. And of course he knows this is the problem because he knows a little bit about technology. And so he thinks, well, I've got to get this fixed. I've got to disable it. I've got to take it out. I've got to go into town. I've got to go to the local electronics store to get this sorted out because I can't do it by myself. So Mr. Hovels takes his Nimbo sensory pack, puts it in his car, jumps in, drives off down the way and drives along the highway into town. And as it happens, Mr. Hovels is in a bit of a hurry and he's going over the speed limit. He's speeding in his car. And as it just so happens on this fateful day, there is a police car driving right behind him. The sirens go on. And Mr. Hovels realizes, ah, I'm speeding. And so he pulls over. The cop car pulls up behind him. And the cop gets out. Cop walks up to him and says, Excuse me, do you know what you were doing? And Mr. Hobble says, Yes, yes, Mr. Officer, I'm so sorry, I was I was speeding. And the officer has his speeding gun there. He has the actual electronic device that he's used to read how far over Mr. Hobbles was on the speed limit. And he shows it to Mr. Hobbles and he says, Look at this. You were going 12 kilometers over the speed limit. Now, you understand that this is an 80 zone, and you were doing 92. Mr. Hovels pauses for a moment. He says, hang on a second. Wait, wait. I I don't fully understand. You have this on your machine. And the officer says, yes, well, it's a machine that's used for reading how fast people go over the speed limit. It's quite reliable technology. It's not faulty. And of course, Mr. Hovels knew, well, he probably was going about 12 kilometers over the speed limit. And he knew, well, yes, it was an 80 zone. But he couldn't understand how this officer had actually got this accurate reading. And Mr. Hovels started to inquire. He started to try to find out. Now, how does this exactly work? And he started asking the officer questions. He said, now, hang on, you've got this on the speed gun, but you were driving behind me. So how is it that you can know how fast I'm going when you are also going a certain speed? 
And the police officer, well, he tries to explain. He actually knows quite a bit about the technology. And he explains to Mr. Hobbles that, well, there's a history to these devices. There's a history to these things that read the speed and how fast people go over the speed limit. Because, of course, originally, it used to be that the cop car would have to sit in the side of the road and the car would have to go from left to right straight in front of them for them to get an accurate reading. And for a time, there were only certain amounts of places and certain angles that they could read the exact speeding on the technology. And then, of course, well, the technology got a little bit more advanced, got a little bit more complicated, and they could do it at different angles, and they could actually sit further down the road, and they could see the car coming and still get an accurate reading. And the technology evolved and progressed more and more. And the officer explains this because Mr. Hovers, well, he's actually quite fascinated. He's actually very curious about how this can be. And as it actually happens, as a matter of fact, the officer quite enjoys explaining these sorts of things. As we'll find out, as Mr. Hovels will soon find out, this police officer actually has a keen eye for technology. And the officer goes on to explain, well, now we have technology where we can be moving in our police cars at, the sa- at different speeds, speeding up and slowing down, and also getting accurate readings of other moving vehicles. Because the speeding camera actually accounts for the speed that the cop car is going. And that's how there is this ability, this amazing technology, which is able to take accurate readings and take all of the factors into account. Mr. Hovel says, well, that's amazing technology. That's fascinating. And you seem to know so much about it, Mr. Officer. You seem to know so much about it. And the officer says, well, what, what were you speeding for anyway? Why were you in such a big hurry? And he says, oh, I'm just going into town to fix my Nimbo sensory pack. You wouldn't know anything about it. It's, it's, it's a piece of farm technology. You know nothing about it. And the, the officer says, now, hang on a second. Nimbo sensory pack, I do know what that is. Mr. Hobbles goes, really? You know what that is? You're a police officer. What do you know about farming? You know nothing about farming. How can you possibly know? I'm quite sceptical. The police officer says, well, no, actually, the Nimbo sensory pack makes use of the exact same technology which is in the speeding cameras. It has a way of sensing objects. It has a way of sensing things that are in its field. So what's your problem? You've, You've got a malfunctioning Nimbo sensory pack. Is that right? Says the officer. And Mr. Hovel says, yes, I'm going, I'm going to get it fixed. How do you, but how do you, hang on, this is so confusing. How do you know so much about this? And the, the officer says, well, well, I've actually taken quite a keen eye to technology. I've actually taken quite a keen eye to things of this nature, and I've always had an interest in how technology works and how these electronic devices work. It's really my favourite part of the job. 
And at this stage, well, they've been talking quite a while, so the officer says, you know, if I can actually be honest with you, sometimes I think I'm not very good as a police officer. I should have been working as something else. Mr. Hovell says, well, no, come on, you you seem all right. I mean, you, you pulled me over and you've been quite understanding and, you know, we've we've been able to, uh, you know, talk to each other and actually have some sort of common understanding together. So you, you seem all right to me. And and the, the police officer says, you know what, you, you know, it's only 12 kilometres over and and you know you were making a mistake, so I'll just let you off with a warning, and and I won't write you a ticket. And and I, and I and I'd like to know how you go with your Nimbo sensory pack, and maybe we can be in touch. Maybe not. Maybe we'll see what happens. And Mister Hobble says, "Well, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, and I won't speed again. And thank you very much for letting me off. And I'm." Very glad that you've been able to talk to me and and is there any way that you could actually help me with this nimbo sensory pack? And well, the officer says, Well, I do actually know a bit about it, but you know, maybe you should go to the professionals and actually that get get them to know about it. Get them to fix it for you, because while I do know a lot about technology, I don't really have a, have it as a profession. So nice of you to think, but that's okay. So they parted ways. And Mr. Hovels got off. He got off from his speeding ticket. And the officer went on to continue his day. And Mr. Hovels got his Nimbo sensory pack fixed at the local electrician or software technician, technology technician in town. And a few days went past and, well, Mr. Hovels didn't think much more of it. He didn't think much more of the event. He thought it was just a a curious kind of lucky escape. And he wondered, well, maybe I should talk my way out of things more often with the police. Although, it's not as if Mr. Hovels was always getting into trouble. He wasn't really the sort of person to break laws. He was morely, he was more very much so a law-abiding citizen who just wanted to farm his farm and do his work. But a few days later... Mr. Hovels got a knock at the door. And he opened up the door, and it was the police officer. And he's not in uniform. And at first Mr. Hovels didn't recognise him, and the police officer was very sort of understanding. He says, well, I hope you don't mind, Mr. Hovels, but I got your address and I thought I would like to pay you a visit, and I'd appreciate it very much if you could give me the time for let, to let me explain why I've come here and what I'd like to do. And Mr. Hovels says, well, well, of course, you're, you're the police officer. I recognize you now. And the police officer says, well, no, I'm actually, I'm not a police officer anymore. And I'd prefer if you call me Benny, because that's my name, Benny. Mr. Hovels goes, well, well, okay, Benny, what what happened? Why are you not a police officer anymore? And Benny says, he got fired. He actually got kicked out of the police force. And not giving 
Mr. Hovels, a speeding ticket, had something to do with it. And Mr. Hovels goes, what? This is too much information. Whoa, you, you, you better come in. You better, let, let's, let's talk about this. Let's see what's happening. Come on in, of course. So they go in and Mr. Hovels is very welcoming to Benny. And they sit down and they have tea and some cookies together. And Mrs. Hovels has some scones left over. So they have tea and scones and cookies and Mr. Hovels and... Benny get to talking to one another, talking about, well, what happened? What's going on? And why are you here? What's the story? What is the story? What is your story? And then Benny gets to explaining. He says, well, now, in some ways, I, I sort of look at it like, I, I mean, there's this thing in me that says I got fired because I didn't give you a speeding ticket. But I know that's silly. I know that's silly because that's not the case. And of course, I don't want to blame you. I don't want to say that it's your fault. I don't want to have anything to do with putting you into guilt because really it's all my own fault. It's all on me. But also, there's, there's, there's just other sides to it. It's more like It's more like not giving you a speeding ticket was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because, you see, for a long time, I haven't been a very good police officer. Well, you've said that before, says Mr. Hovels. You seem all right. You seem to be doing well. I mean, you understood the technology. And Benny goes on to explain that, well, actually, he's had a few warnings. There have been a few things in his policing career which have been a little bit questionable. A little bit on the grey area. Now, no one's ever been hurt, and it's not as though he's ever been prosecuted. These are just small incidences, small times when Benny has made a judgment which was too much on the lenient side, too much on the easy side. And also his paperwork wasn't always in order. His paperwork always, well, not always, but sometimes occasionally missed things. He was occasionally late. He was occasionally filed under the wrong thing. He occasionally missed an important piece of evidence. And this caused, well, sometimes more work for the other people on the force. It caused more work and more confusion for the people in administration. More work for the receptionist. More work for the prosecuting lawyers. More work for the database to... Keep up to scratch, keep up to date. And Benny had had a number of talks, a number of talks with his superior police officers, with his superiors at large, about, well, why is it that he's actually struggling? Why is it that it doesn't quite fit, doesn't seem right, and why these little things keep happening? And the day that Benny let Mr. Hovels off his speeding ticket was, well, like Benny says, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. It was the final straw. It was that one thing that was just enough to tip him over the edge and Benny was brought into his superior's office, sat down, and they presented to him all of the things that he's been doing wrong. 
And they presented to him all the things that they've talked about before. And they reminded him again of all the times when he'd said, yes, I can do better, yes, from now on things will be right, from now on, yes, I will follow things exactly, perfectly, correctly. And then all the things and all the times when he'd failed to do so. Benny just couldn't let someone off with a warning anymore. He had to be enforcing the law because that is what the police is for. What if not for anything? If not for enforcing the law, that's why it is called the police force. And of course, Benny felt terrible about this. He told all this to Mr. Hobbles and he said, well, I feel bad about it. But Mr. Hobbles says, well, you know, there's probably a reason it didn't sit right with you. There's probably a reason why also you were drawn to the job in the first place. Can you remember? Can you remember why? And Benny thinks, well, yeah, there are things that don't sit right, but also there are things that do happen to be, well, quite interesting to me. And Mr. Hovell says, well, what are the interesting parts of being a police? What do you like about being a police? Because there's obviously things that you can't do well and that you disagree with, at least subconsciously, at least in a sort of denial kind of way. If you don't know it to yourself, it's obvious there are things that you're working against, even if you won't admit that to yourself. But tell me about the good things. What are the things you like? And Benny thinks, well, well, you know, I actually like that there's certain technologies, sort of like the Nimbo sensory pack. And I sort of like the speeding gun, the thing that measures the speeding. And that's why I loved talking to you with so much interest, Mr. Hovels, when you asked me about the speeding gun. And it was really, it was really so exciting for me to actually explain the history and to actually tell you about all the different parts and how it works and how the technology has evolved and how, how really quite incredible the technology is. And Mr. Hovel says, yes, well, you actually explained it very well and it was very interesting when you explained it. But there is, is there anything else apart from that in the job that you like? And Benny goes, well, yeah, there are things. I mean, I like the, I like the electronics in the cars because they have certain sirens and they have certain signages and they have certain programmings in them. And I also like the tasers, not because I like tasing people. I've never done that and I would never like to do that. But I just think the electronics and the way that they're charged and the things that are put into these tasers are so interesting and so well designed and so carefully thought out. And Mr. Hobbles is sipping on his tea, listening to Benny talk for all this time. And he sits back and he says to Benny, well, Benny, you know, it's obvious to me. It's obvious to me what you like. It's so obvious what you really want to do with yourself. And Benny goes, well, what, what is it? What are you talking about? Why are you saying this? Mr. Hobble says, well, it's clear that you love technology. The way you talk about it, the way you're so interested in it. You want to be involved in electronics. 
Think back to when you were younger. Did you ever did you ever play with computers? Did you ever do programming? Did you ever like electronic things? And and Benny goes, Oh yes, I remember that time when I was a kid and they'd had the what we called the curbside cleanup. And in my neighborhood as a kid, there were these times once a month or every few months when people would put out their unwanted furniture and their unwanted trash and all the kids of the neighborhood would go, go around and see what we collect. And this one time, there was this computer. And I took that computer home and I pulled it apart and I looked at all the different things and I learned, oh, so this is the motherboard. This is the sound card. This is the graphics card. This is all these different parts and there are little chips and little wirings and all these different things. And it was so fascinating. I loved doing that. That was one of my best memories as a child. Mr. Hobble says, well, isn't it obvious? This is so obvious. This is so easy for me to see. that This is, well, in a strange sense, you're calling. And Benny goes, oh, I don't believe in callings. There's no such thing as being called to something. It's not like we have a purpose anyway or anything like that. And Mr. Hobble says, well, I don't know about the purpose or the meaning or much of anything about why we're here or any of that. But it's clear that if you're interested in something and you enjoy something, well, it's very simply and so easily something that you should pursue and you should take an interest in. And why is it that you wanted to become a police officer? Do you remember? And Benny thinks for a moment and thinks, well... I've always followed the rules. I've always felt like I've had to do the right thing. I've had a sense of wanting to get things done correctly. But also I have had quite an interest in the technology, and that has been the best part of being a police officer. And I think it makes more sense talking about it now with you. I feel like I've actually come into a kind of understanding just by discussing it with you and having this moment. And I'm glad that you've invited me into your home. I'm glad that you've been able to listen to me talk and let me tell these stories. And you've asked great questions about what I like and what sort of things interest me and why I'm doing the certain things that I'm doing. It's really making me think. It's really making me wonder about myself. And you ask good questions, Mr. Hovels. And they sit for a moment. And Mr. Hovels says, well, now you know a little bit more about yourself. And it is tough to get fired from any job. It's tough to be excluded from something that you've been a part of a kind of community, even if it is the police community. But in enough time, you will find a new way forward. You'll find a new thing to do with yourself. But with a kind of understanding, with this kind of conversation that we've had today, you can do it with a little bit more self-awareness. You can do it with a little bit more of doing it in the right direction. And Benny says, thank you, thank you, Mr. Hovels. That's so kind of you.
And from this conversation, Benny and Mr. Hobbles actually formed a very close friendship. And Benny kept coming over to Mr. Hobbles for tea and scones and cookies. And Benny did actually go on to learn about electronics and technology. And he got a new job as a computer repairman. And as their friendship evolved over the years, there were times even when Benny would help Mr. Hovels with the little things that went wrong on the farm. Things like the Nimbo Sensory Pack. Things like that Nimbo Sensory Pack that would sometimes malfunction on the harvesting tractor. The harvesting tractor that Mr. Hovels uses to harvest his crops. And the story ends, well, the same, the same way many stories end, which is that they live happily ever after as friends who call on one another to talk about exactly what it is they want, exactly what it is they're trying to do with their life, why it is they do the things they do, what is really drawing them to different directions. And that's the story of Mr. Hovels Gets a Speeding Ticket. I sincerely hope you've enjoyed. And I'll also mention now, as we wrap up this episode, that I've actually got more stories, and you can listen to them. One is called Bob the Brain Cell. It's an incredibly exciting story. It's an adventure story. And Bob the Brain Cell works in an office, and he finds that his turn, his world gets turned upside down one day, and he finds himself on an outlandish, incredible adventure. So I highly recommend you go and listen to Bob the Brain Cell. It will be on the Andrew Lake podcast. And also, I've got the story... Sam Whaler, the Flat Earth Sailor. That one is also an adventure story. And Sam, well, what does Sam do? Well, he's a sailor. And in many ways, it's a story like Benny and Mr. Hovels, in that Sam actually forgot what his true passion was. And it was when he went back to it that he found the real drool in life. He found the real juice of life. Because Sam always wanted to be a sailor when he was a kid. And boy, oh boy, what he finds on his adventure. Man, you just have to see it to believe it. You have to hear that story. When you hear that story, you won't even believe it. Even when you see it, you won't believe it. So that's Sam Whaler, the Flat Earth Sailor. It's also on the Andrew Lake podcast. And there will be many more stories to come. I've got lots of stories, lots of ideas. Some stories are parables. There are also times when we talk more in a parable sort of way. And there's sort of an, an, an element of allegorly, allegorly in even in this story. Mr. Hovels gets a speeding ticket. But other stories are more allegorical. I can't say that word. You know the word I mean, though. So that wraps it up for this episode. Hope you're having a beautiful day. I have so much energy. My goodness, I don't know why I have so much energy today. I feel like I could go for hours. 
Keep meditating. Keep doing your spiritual practice. Keep listening. Keep learning. Keep working. Keep moving towards purity. Stay on your dedication. Smile. Be friendly. Be good to one another. Talk to your friends. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. And that's all I have to say for now.